righty, welcome to the Casting Couch Potatoes, the show that is dedicated to discussing the latest casting news around Hollywood, all from the comfort of our couch. I'm your host, movie buff and internet user Jackson Copeland, and joining me today is my Uncle Butch, who calls himself, and I quote, the Ayatollah of Casting Rollas. You really want to be called that? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Don't you like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want, Unc. So, this show started, you know, because of the whole controversial Ben Affleck casting, or Batfleck, uh, as the internet calls it. Uh, so, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to throw up a little bit in my mouth. Obviously, this makes my uncle very upset, yeah. and we just wanted to share some of uh, some of our views about the casting. So, what do you think? Okay. The great casting director, Marion Doherty, is rolling over in her grave right now. You know, Batman is an iconic legend here. You know, I mean, he's like, you know, Batman's like our James Bond over here. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, you can't screw that up there. And you got freaking Ben Affleck playing Batman now. I mean, he's following Christian Bale. You know, I never, you know, I didn't like it that Christian Bale was British. I don't like, you know, when they cast a British guy as an American icon, you know. I mean, that kind of sucks. You know, a British guy playing an American icon. There's no freaking way that any of them would have an American playing a British icon character, no, you know. Not yeah, they yeah, they wouldn't have a British guy, British, uh, American guy playing King Arthur or nothing, you yeah, know. Channing Tatum. No. Yeah, can you sing <laughs> Channing Tatum as King Arthur, you know. Hey, you'll be, <laughs> Merlin. <laughs> Got that? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I'm just really not down with this Ben Affleck cast. And another thing that I hate is that they keep on, like, sending out their internet goons here to try and tap down the you know the, the hatred here you know but there's a petition that people sign and things got freaking 92,000 signatures on it from all around the world so you know it's not just a few people that are upset it's quite a bit you know there's quite a bit of hatred over this you know and it's not like Ben Affleck's not a good actor you know he's a good actor I mean you know He's just not that good. You know, he's just not that good to be like Batman. You know what I mean? But he's a good-looking guy and everything. You know, he's got the, uh, you know, he's got the square chin. He's got a great set of hair. You know, great head of hair. But, you know, he's just not the, uh, you know, he doesn't have the physicality, you know. And the thing about Ben, now, we talked about this the other day. You know, and I, you, you agree with me on this, yeah. right? Yeah. Ben is a villain. He's a villain, right? He's definitely a bad guy. Definitely. Yeah, you know, I don't have anything against him, but I just feel like when he is in a, he is at his best when he is a, the villain in a movie. Right. He right. just always comes across, you know, as a douchebag. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, any movie that he's been in that's been pretty good, you know, he's been kind of a douchebag in it. And, you know, that fits his character. That's what he does best, you know, and you got to stick what you do best. You know, now we all know, I'm going to let a little secret out here, you know, and uh, Jackson over here, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. That Tom Cruise 
my favorite actor, you know, yes. guy who can do no wrong. Non-stop talk about Tom Cruise. Tom, you know, Tom Cruise, you know, I mean, he's handled his career perfectly, you know what I mean? What can you say about Tom Cruise? What bad, you know, I mean, he hit a guy, he got in all the trouble and everything, and he's he carved a stupid and making hit movies. Right, you know, right after left, you know, just coming out with hit movies. You know, $100 million sellers, and you can't, uh, you can't beat that. You know, so anyway, Tom Cruise sticks to what he does best, you know. Tom Cruise is, you know, kind of a type of guy, you know, that is kind of a heroic type of guy in his all of his movies. I mean, he's not like, you know, trying to play against type or anything like that. You know, and if you're going to cast somebody in a movie... You, you, you don't play against type. You go ahead and go ahead and do what you're supposed to do, you know, and it's, I hate it when they do that. It's not like Tom Cruise is just going to all of a sudden be the bad guy in any movie or, you know, he's going to be James Bond's bad right. guy. And if he is a bad guy, he's going to be a bad guy, you know, because they can collateral. He's kind of a bad guy. But if he's a bad guy, he's going to be kind of a bad guy that's not so bad. He's yeah. not going to be that bad, bad guy. guy kind of root for Yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, the bad guy you want to really get killed at the end. You know, you're going to be like, at the end of collateral, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Jeez, you know, they killed Tom Cruise, you know, that's kind of bad, you know, you kind of felt a little sorry for him, you know, you didn't feel like, ah, kill him, you know, you kill it, dude, you know, you don't have, you don't feel like that, you know, that's the type of thing that he's going to do, and you don't play against type in that situation, you know, now I know I'm coming across as sounding like I'm an expert, but believe me, you know, I grew up looking at the casting directors in every movie that I used to watch, you know, I used to watch TV shows, and I used to see who the casting directors are. You know, your Lynn Stallmasters, your Marion Doherty's, your, you know, all these characters and stuff out there, you know, and they, they were perfect about casting people back in those days. And now, you know, they, they, they kind of screw up about it now, you know? So, anyway, it's Ben Affleck thing, you know... A lot of people can say, hey, yeah, you know, people are going to go see the movie and stuff like that, and it's going to make all kinds of money, and, you know, and then they talk about the uh, Heath Ledger, you know, and uh, the, the Michael Keaton thing, you know, but, you know, them guys and stuff, okay, for, for one thing, Michael Keaton didn't have an internet back then, right? No, not you at know, all. there's no internet back then. Three people on it, if they <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... If you didn't like Michael Keaton's casting, you had to write a letter to the paper or something. You know, I had to write a letter to the studio and tell them. And I pitch anything, they got a bunch of letters. But, you know, because I didn't like Michael Keaton's casting anyway, and I'm not one of those guys either that really thought that Michael Keaton really did a bang-up job. I mean, he did a serviceable job, yeah, you know. Right. He was all right as Batman. But... You know, it didn't make, like, Star Wars money or anything. It didn't make that type of money, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like it made, you know, highest grossing film of all time money. Yeah. Or like The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. like The you Dark know? Knight here came out, kind of showed everybody, you know, this is because of Batman. You right. You know, people love Batman that much. Right. That you do, do it right, and you're going to, you know, make a lot of dollars here. So anyway. Legend. Michael Keaton, Heath Ledger, were two guys that got 
the roles because Michael Keaton was friends with Tim Burton, right? Yeah. Heath Ledger got his role, you know, because uh, he had just got off of the gay movie, uh, Brokeback Mountain. He was kind of hot right there, you know. So they gave it to him. And he wasn't, you know, I don't remember there really being a big public outcry over that. I mean, they make it sound like people were just crazy about Heath Ledger getting this role and not really, you know. It wasn't wasn't like Ben Affleck. Right. I mean, I remember back, the only only real, like, controversy I remember about that was sort of a kind of homophobic thing of just like, you know, well, Joker's going to be gay and everything like that. So, you know, that's really the only thing I remember. Not that it, he was bad for it or that anybody even really knew who he was. Right, yeah. I mean, because he came off of that uh, Patriot movie. He came off of, uh, you know, Brokeback Mountain and all that. And he's like, you know, he didn't even know who the guy was. Ben Affleck, every freaking body knows who he is. He's been in the front of magazines and stuff with Jennifer Lopez. He's in Jennifer Lopez's video feeling on a booty, you know? So it's like, I mean, come on. And he's Daredevil already. He's Daredevil already. He's he's a celebrity, and you don't need a celebrity playing that type of role. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just bad for business there. I mean, you're not going to be seeing Batman. You're going to be seeing Ben Affleck. You're going to be seeing this celebrity guy. It's going to be like, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman, not Batman. I mean, Christian Bale isn't a big enough star to even count as Batman, you know? I mean, he's Batman. When most people see him in anything else, it's like, oh, look, look what Batman's in. Yeah. Batman's in this new movie. Oh, look, Uh, Batman's Batman's playing this one guy. He's in this movie with Mark Wahlberg. You know, people know Mark Wahlberg, but they look at Batman and they call him Batman. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's been driving me nuts. I tell you, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, I was a big comic fan and everything, and, you know, a big movie buff, and casting has always been my thing, and I hate to say, you know, I've been losing sleep over this. Been losing sleep. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, it's such an exciting thing when they announced Superman versus Batman. It was like, this movie is going to be awesome. Right. You know, the Superman movie, it was it was all right. It was pretty good. And, you know, now you're adding Batman to it. And then with one foul Ben Affleck swoop, you just kind of, you know, made it from like a, oh, yeah, to a... Yeah, eh. they kind of cut your legs off there. It's like, oh, boom, and you fall over there. You know, it's like, ah, oh, no. I mean, because, you know, really, to tell the truth, I was looking forward to this more than I was the Avengers. You know, and the Avengers, you know, I I mean, that was a great movie. I thought as far as superhero movies goes, that was like one of the best ones that I've seen, you know. So, yeah, they cut your legs off on that one. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a rare casting opportunity to look at it. You know, someone gets cast as something, and they already have sort of like, uh, you can look back and look at his performance as Daredevil and compare it to what it's going to be like for him to be Batman. You know, because they're similar superheroes in themselves. Right. So you've got essentially what he's going to bring in Daredevil. Right. And that's that Ben Affleck-y, 
you know, sort of daredevil-y like performance. Only way I see this working is if he's kind of a douchebag Batman, right? You know, and he's really kind of a jerk Batman. I mean, he'll be able to pull it off acting-wise then. But other, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, I don't think I'll be able to sit there and not look at him and not go, that's Ben Affleck acting like he's Batman, you know? Exactly. I won't be able to sit there and watch it without thinking that. I'll be, like, looking for Matt Damon or J-Lo or Jennifer Garner or something like that, you know? It's like you'll be mm -hmm. looking for them to show up, or you'll be thinking that type of stuff, and it'll take me freaking out of the movie, exactly. you know? And that's what I don't like. I don't like it when this casting is going to take me freaking out of the movie. Well, I think we've established that this isn't necessarily casting that we like. So we're going to go ahead and move on to another subject here. Um, there's some more casting news in that same week here. It looks like, uh, as you mentioned before, James Spader was uh, cast in The Avengers 2, which is coming out the same year. Direct competition to this Superman-Batman movie. What do you think about that, Butch? I like it. You know, I mean... I'm a big fan of the comics and stuff, the Avengers comics. You know, I used to collect comics years ago, and, uh, you know, uh, I like Spader. Spader is one of the sleaziest, scuzziest actors out there. You know, I mean, back in the 80s, you could count on Spader to give a, a disgusting, sleazy performance in every almost movie that he was in back then, you know. And you need somebody like that to play the villain. You know, somebody like, a, you know, a Spader, James Woodsy type guy to come in and play that villain. And, you know, he fits that perfectly. You know, I, 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 I like what Whedon has done there. By having a guy, you know, uh, a, 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 a do, real douchebag playing the part. Now, see, on the other side over there, Warner Brothers, they got a douchebag playing the hero. You know, I mean, a guy that's, you know... I mean, freaking Ben Affleck was running around chasing you know, teenage kids with paddles and stuff. And in all the Kevin Smith movies, he's a huge douchebag. Hey, uh, I keep getting back on that subject again, but, you know, you can't. You know, I mean, it's one of the worst casting moves that, you know, I've seen in years. And I've never, you know, I've been following this type of thing for years, and I've never seen an outcry like this before. But, yeah, Spader's, Spader's good for Avengers. And, you know, for the most part, I've liked everything that they've done in the Avengers. I mean, they've, they've done some good casting. You know, me and you have talked about this before, nephew. And, uh, you know, I didn't really like the Chris Evans casting. But, you know, it was like, who else are you going to get? I mean, you know, I liked Aaron Eckhart for the role. But, you know, they hurried up and stuck him in the Dark Knight. So... You know, Andy was a little bit too old to play what they probably wanted him to be. But, you know, I mean, Chris Evans did, you know, he did a great job of it. And plus, he's a good looking guy. I mean, you know, he fills out the uh, he fills out the uniform good. And, you know, and Josh Whedon did an interesting thing there. You know, you've seen plenty of shots of Scarlett Johansson's backside, right? That was nice. He also showed plenty of shots of Chris Evans' backside, something a little bit there for the ladies and stuff, you know? And, you know, Chris Evans is a good-looking guy, you know? So, you know, the ladies like him. So, hey, 
What are you going to do? I mean, that's that's what some of the things you got to think about when you're casting a movie. You know, is he a good-looking guy and other ladies like him? You know? Yep. I mean, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth are both, you know, yeah. very handsome young men. Very handsome guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to think about that type of stuff. And your villain's got to be a good douchebag, somebody you can root for them to get killed and, you know, hope that they can get beat. I mean, you look at... Uh, the guy who played Loki and stuff, and you know, I mean, come on, I mean, he was pretty, he was pretty bad. You wanted to see him get beat up, like when the Hulk grabbed him and beat him up, like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely one of the most gratifying moments, you know, in film history is when you know the Hulk smashes him. Essentially, the Hulk smashes him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about in film history. <laughs> you know, I can imagine if you hadn't seen a lot of, like, uh, the great old films and stuff like that. He's not, you know, he's really into today's film. And oh, it's, a, it's a big difference from then and now and how they do things. So, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, you know? Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> You need to see some of that stuff, though. You need to see some. You did see The Godfather. I saw The Godfather. You've seen The Godfather, and that's that's the thing. You know, but some of them other ones, (laughs) you know, some of the early old ones, like from, you know, the 50s, you haven't seen. So, uh, yeah, anyway, and getting off topic. (laughs) Back to James Spader here. You know, he's traditionally the character of Ultron is, you know, kind of a creepy robot. Yeah. You know, so. James yeah. Spader is a creepy actor. Yeah, I mean, you know, James Spader's a good actor, too. And, you know, I don't really see him having any real problems with the role. You know, as we were talking about, too, you got uh, Marvel's doing that other movie that's coming out next year, The Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, there is where I see Marvel having some problems. You know, I I look at that movie and I'm going, you know... Oh, what are you doing here with the casting a little bit? And then they showed that leaked trailer that came out from Comic-Con, you uh-huh. know, where you could barely, you showed me that thing. And, you know, I didn't like it that John C. Riley's Big Melon is sitting there looking like John C. Riley. You know, it's like a movie about aliens. You know, I used to read the comics and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, it was a comic about some aliens and stuff. Yeah. I know John C. Riley looks like an alien, but, you know, he still looks like John C. Riley. Yeah, well, when they cast him in the role, you know, I assume, you know, he might be blue, you know, and they might give him, you know, maybe at least some funny hair. And in that trailer, he looks exactly like he did in Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does. it's just exact, no hair, yeah, nothing. Yeah, he's got the afro and everything. It's like at least slick his hair down or something, you know, maybe make him, try and make him look a little different. Give then. him a beard. Yeah, give him a beard, you know, like an evil, you know, I don't know if he's a good guy or bad guy or anything, but, you know, I mean. And, you know, another thing, I don't like it when they, you know, cast a comedian and stuff. I mean, the guy that's, you know, from the Pots and Recreation show, you know, he's, he's kind of a comedic actor. Chris Pratt. Yeah. And, you know, superhero movies, you know, you're going to have to root for the hero at some point. And, you know, yeah, I mean, he may be able to deliver the witty lines. You know, it's like I said about Keaton. You know, I felt Keaton was kind of neutered in what he does best in Batman because... You know, he had to be the hero. 
You know, I mean, Keaton's a funny guy. I mean, you know, in Beetlejuice, he's hilarious. Yeah. You know, uh, Night Shift. Oh, you, know, you ain't seen that one. Night I've Shift. I've not seen Night one. Shift. Yeah, that's uh, the one with the Fonz and uh, Opie. Opie uh, Ron Howard's Ron first Howard movie? Did that, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that was one. And Keaton was hilarious in that movie. He played the bit, you know, and which was funny. But, uh, you know, he gets neutered in Batman. I mean, you know, he was completely, you know, anybody could have played that role yeah. at that time. I mean, it didn't have to be him. It was, you know, everybody's always patting him on the back on that. But it kind of messed up his career because, you know, it turned him from a good comedic actor into a dramatic actor. Yeah. Because, you know, playing a hero calls for you to be dramatic at times. Also, yeah, this Chris Pratt guy, I mean... You know, it's probably not going to be good for him to play as, you know, I we're talking about with Chris Evans, too. I mean, Chris Evans is a funny guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, the stuff that I've seen him in, I watched uh, that other little movie he did the other day. And, uh, you know, he's a funny guy in that. I mean, he's got a lot of good comedic chops. Yeah, he is. Definitely, you know, him as the human torch, he was the best thing in those movies. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, best thing in that. And as Captain America, he doesn't really get to, you know, kind of show, you know, he's not using that side of him. Right. You know, I mean, when I watched him as Captain America, and you watched him as a human torch, and you watched him in the Avengers and stuff, it's like, you know, the poor guy. You feel sorry for the guy on screen, because, you know, usually he looks like he's having fun. Yeah. And in these movies, he doesn't look like he's having any fun at all. I mean, Robert Downey Jr.'s getting to be himself, and he's getting to play that. I mean, if you got a hero that is kind of, you know, uh, a joking type hero, yeah. you know, I mean, not like, you know, in the comics, Iron Man wasn't cracking jokes all the time, but... But he could you know, be. But he could be. It's hard to turn Captain America into, into like, a, a smart joke aleck jokester. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work to be... I mean, it doesn't, wouldn't work for Batman. Now, I don't know about, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy or anything, or Star-Lord or whoever he's supposed to be. I mean, he's he's a little bit after my time with reading comics. But, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, it may be able to work. But then they cast freaking Batista in the movie from wrestling, you know? I'm like, come on, Batista was one of the worst guys on wrestling. You know, as far as, uh, you know, I watch it, like <laughs> I said, I'm in everything. I watch the wrestling, too. And, you know, I mean, the guy, they never could do nothing with the guy on wrestling. I mean, they had him walking around and everything. Yeah, he's a big, muscular guy. But, you know, at least you could get one of those guys that could get on the mic and talk. You know, I mean, Batista wasn't one of those guys that could get on the mic and talk. He, he wasn't a, a great, great Mike Smith. No. The great O. He was a great Mike Smith. Great Mike Smith. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there, you know, he's been in like two or three or four movies now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I hadn't seen that one. I know you went to see that one. That uh, the man with the, the rapper. iron fists. Yeah, the rapper, director. the RZA. Yeah. And uh, what, what was his performance like? Was he any good in that? I mean, was he? Did he have to emote a lot as an actor? Did he have to? You know, did he have any range at all or anything? I mean, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't impressive. I mean, 
the role, you know, it's not like he was playing a super, you know, emotive role or anything. He was pretty much just sort of like a monstrous bad guy. Right, kind of like uh, Triple H was in Blade 3. Yeah, you know? yeah, he was kind of like of that. Henchman. You know, I don't even think he had that much to say. You know, Triple H had to do some comedic stuff with the dogs and everything like that. You know, Batista was just kind of there as a big, giant, golden monster thing that would come in and, you know, kind of, you know, didn't really say much. Yeah. Now, see, what I'm saying is that, you know, from my reading the comics and stuff years ago, I mean, uh, the character Batista plays is Drax the Destroyer, right? And Drax is the only guy that I freaking know in the movie. I mean, I don't know who the talking tree is. I don't know who the raccoon is. I don't, you know, I don't even know who Star-Lord is, but I know who Drax is. I yeah. mean, Drax has been around for a long time. And, you know, Drax was in the Fantastic Four comics, he was in the Avengers comics, and they got freaking Batista playing the guy. I mean, you couldn't get, uh, you got freaking uh, Vin Diesel playing the tree. You know, I mean, come on. Vin Diesel, I, I did read, though, that the tree's been around for a long time, too, right? He's been a, the, the tree, tree has been around since the 60s. He was actually created by uh, by Stan Lee. Oh, so really? He's yeah, a Stan yeah. Lee creation. Yeah. Talking tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the comics for you, you know? That's, that's the thing about comics. Yeah, they were for kids back then, you know? And not for kids anymore. Yeah, but definitely this Guardians of the Galaxy movie, you know... I believe, you know, at first they had had uh, Jason Moma. You know, they had wanted to cast Jason Moma as the, ah, the guy role. from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would have been Carl Drogo from Game of Thrones. Yeah, he would have been perfect for it. But, yeah. uh, you know, as far as, like I said, me reading the comics, me, you know, knowing, you know, now I'm not, now don't get me wrong. I'm not some comic fanboy type geek, you know, that, you know, reads the comics and it's got to stay the same. I don't believe in that stuff at all. You know, I don't think that, you know, oh, this has got to be perfect because of the comics and stuff, you know, and even like with Affleck and everything, that's not my point. I'm more into the movie side of it myself, and I want the movie to make money, you know, because I like seeing these comic movies and I want them to keep making them. I don't want them to mess it up like they typically do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, you know, when the first X-Men movie came out, they started messing it up right away. I mean, it came out with that stupid Daredevil movie. You know, they got Ghost Riders and the Fantastic Four, and they screwed up all of those things. Well, then they kind of righted the ship a little bit here. You know, they had Spider-Man, which did good. And Spider-Man should have taught them all a lesson that, you know, you kind of stick to the comic with it and go with it that way, and then you got a good movie. But, you know, they didn't listen. You know, they they went ahead and did things their way and, you know, kind of screwed it up. But, you know, they kind of righted the ship here, you know, the Dark Knight, the Avengers and stuff like that, all the Marvel movies, and Marvel took it over and... You know, kind of sticking with the comics a little bit, but, you know. Warner Brothers gave him a hit with Green Lantern. But. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's the example of them doing it their way. And them doing what they want to do with the characters and stuff, you know. I mean, come on. Green Lantern's costume does not, you know, magically appear or anything. He wears a costume. I mean, put him in a costume. Why had the guy stripped down naked? I mean, 
One thing that bothered me in that movie is one little more small thing is that you've seen the guy's toes in the movie with his with his costume on, like the green just went all around in between his toes and stuff like that. Yeah. I said, why do you want to see this guy's toes on the screen? I mean, I mean, just, you know, put some boots on him or something. Wouldn't it come, you know, some boots? Yeah. yeah. I mean, wouldn't you want boots yeah. if wouldn't you were you a superhero? I'd want to look cool. I wouldn't want to have my toes. I mean, look, yeah, you fix this here. I'd like to, you know, I'd use a ring to make myself a cool costume or something. Because this looks pretty stupid here. Yeah. You know, it makes it look like I got them naked with some skin on it. You yeah, know, some green skin. Cucumber-like, you know. Yeah, and then I have a freaking mask on, too. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, give me, a, you know, if I'm going to have this skin on, just give me a green face, yeah. too, and people won't know who I am. Yeah, why does it cover my toes? Yeah, but it <laughs> don't cover my rest of my head there. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, that's them doing it their way, you know. Some, you know, costume designers, some set, you know, production designers and stuff like that decided that wouldn't it be cool if we did it like this? You know, and they all said yes. They didn't have anybody that had any comic sensibility of the character that would say no. So, that's typically what. Yeah, I, I'm off track again here, <laughs> you know. I mean, I know we're talking about casting and, you know, like I said, with Guardians of the Galaxy, they kind of worried me, you know. They freaking got Glenn Close in the movie, Benicio Del Toro. You know, and they kind of got him in minor roles. I mean, those are good actors and stuff, but, you know, Marvel has had the tendency to have good actors in everything that they've done so far. And that's been one of their best points. Don't you agree? Exactly. You know, they got... The thing with this Guardians movie, I'm a big fan. I've been waiting for this movie to, you know, come out ever since they announced it. And, you know... Even if, even if Jason Moma is, you know, even if Batista is just as good as Jason Moma, everything like that, you know, you look at Batista and you're like, this guy's from wrestling. And you automatically associate him with bad acting, really, no matter what he's going to do. Right. And, right. you know, yeah. you don't have anybody that you really associate with good acting that's sort of going to raise the value of this movie. Not in that rig, not in that five group that they have. Yeah, there. the main guys. Yeah, the main guys there. I mean, you got the girl from Avatar, you know, and she's a, you know, she's she's all right. I mean, you know, I mean, she had a couple of movies come out after that that you know didn't do very well. She even had that one uh, Condoleezza or whatever, where Conte, you yeah, know, she yeah. had that thing. The that one where she's the yeah, Mexican she's the main character of it, you know, and that one didn't do very well. I mean, you know, it didn't didn't make a big splash. I've seen a lot of commercials and stuff for that thing, and you know, it didn't make any kind of splash on her career. So, you know, I mean, she's probably out of that five group there. I mean, of course, you got like I said, you got Vin Diesel as the talking tree, and you got uh, what's his name. Uh, the uh, the guy from uh, the guy from eighteen, the guy from Hangover. Oh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, you got Bradley Cooper as the talking raccoon, which you know, 
I didn't really envision the raccoon. Every picture that I've seen of the raccoon, he's got a bunch of freaking guns in his hand. And you never see Bradley Cooper as a guy with a bunch of freaking guns in his hand, you know. I envisioned the raccoon talking a little uh, little rough, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, kind of, you know. <laughs> you know, I was hoping myself for like a, uh, like a, what's that guy, the British, the British kind of action star Guy, uh, oh, uh, Statham, yeah, Jason, Jason Statham. Statham, yeah, Jason I was kind of looking for somebody like that, you yeah. know, Bradley Cooper, you know, you don't associate him with tough guy, yeah, you know, I'm willing to give it a chance to at least see, you know, what it sounds like before they put it out, but yeah. you know, it's it's not what I was looking for, yeah. But other than this, you know, Marvel has done a great job on casting everything. It's like I said, the little problems I had with Captain America. Eh, you know, I mean, you can live with that. You can live with that. But the rest of the people that they had in that movie were great. You had Tommy Lee Jones. You had, you know, you had a, a great cast. You had a great cast in Avengers. You had a great cast in the Iron Man movie, you know, except for Iron Man 2. But, you know, you had a great cast otherwise. You know, all the rest of them. So, you know, Marvel's been doing what they should. It's Warner Brothers is the problem with the, you know, there's Ben Affleck thing here. You know, I mean, I like Man of Steel, but, you know, I'm going to be hard-pressed. You know, I, I said to you a couple of weeks ago that I wasn't going to go see it. You know, I was protesting. I wasn't going to go see it. And I'm not going to go see it unless, I'm not going to go see Superman versus Batman. I'm going to say it right here. I'm not going to go see it unless it gets sterling reviews. Unless the reviewers are like, oh, you got to see this. You know, it's an A. It's an A plus. Plus, you got to see this. That's the only way that I'm going to go see it. Well, you know me, I'll probably go see it anyways. You know, at least just to go see sort of the, the whole train wreck of it. Well, that looks like to be all we got here, Uncle, uh, for the Casting Couch Potatoes. Don't forget to join us next uh, next time where we'll be talking about the latest casting news around Hollywood.